0: realfaith.org.au
1: I've seen people walk along the banner and without having been told the story, one Indigenous lady said, I don't know what this is and I don't know what's going on but something's happening inside me. So what I see is people receive it with their spirit or with their soul. They love it. And even if their mind doesn't receive it, their spirit does, and then it's up to them to reconcile those two.
0: Welcome to Real Faith, conversations about the impact faith has on our lives and the challenges we go through, helping us today and giving us hope for tomorrow. That's Real People, Real Life and Real Faith with Eric Scatterbo. Once again, we're talking with Roger Latham.
2: He has been a cross-cultural worker with Indigenous people in the Northern Territory since the late 1990s, along with his wife, Vivian. While he was there in the Northern Territory, he came up with an excellent idea that we talked about last time, a collaborative work with Indigenous and non-Indigenous painters depicting the entire redemptive story of the Bible, all in contemporary Indigenous art form, with the purpose of sharing the good news of Jesus Christ to Australia and beyond so today we're going to continue finding out more about that collaborative work and the art form welcome back to the program roger latham and sandy ward
3: thanks eric thanks for having us again
2: and i should say sandy you are an artist as we heard last time you were invited to get involved in this project
1: that's right i had been Asking God how to use my artwork for his glory for many years. Mm. And uh, it's another long story which we won't go (laughs) into today, but uh, I actually gave up art for 14 years and said, God, if you want me to paint again, you're going to have to ask me personally. And then, you know, 14 years later, he did. And it was a missionary work. And Mm. then, you know, I just kept serving the Lord with my art. And Mm. then this invitation came up and I just couldn't pass it up. It was just brilliant.
2: That's right. So, Roger, you had this idea, but you're not an artist. You're a musician.
3: No, that's right. Yeah.
2: And you needed some help from artistic-type people.
3: Absolutely. And
2: then you talked to Sandy and some other arty-type people.
1: Well, yeah, we, we had yeah. already been doing yeah. artwork for Roger, mm-hmm. and so it was a natural progression for him to say, uh, hey, listen, how would you guys like to, to coordinate this project? Um, and the prototype that went up to Nulamboy in 2016 had such an impact on the community that they said, we want this in printed form so we can share the gospel with other people who have heard the story and they can take it back to their families. Well, it was at that point that we realised that this wasn't just another bunch of paintings for Roger. Uh, it had a bit of a life of its own and we needed funding to organize this printing for them. We thought we'd better do this properly. So we incorporated and that's when I en- ended up becoming CEO because somebody had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> and of the people that were involved in the project, I was the least busy, even though I was working and studying at the time.
2: <laughs> and so now you are the CEO of the God's Dreaming Project and Roger, you are the chairman. Of the
3: yes, that's right, and um, I'd just like to throw in that uh, my wife and I have been missionaries with World Outreach International for... Oh,
2: over twenty years,
3: yeah, almost twenty years. Okay, yeah. So, and they've been such a blessing, uh, supporting us. And uh, when we presented this project to them, we were able to get some basic start-up funding for it as well. So we're just uh, so thankful for all that. And uh, yeah, it's just been a great journey, and we've got an amazing team. So
2: fantastic. Uh, yeah. So the basic idea is in sixteen paintings to tell the entire redemptive story of the Bible. In contemporary indigenous art form in 16 paintings and you wrote the basic story gave it to the artist and said yes I need 16 paintings that tell God's story and how he worked in history
3: correct and I wanted to use as few words as possible so that the whole gospel story could be shared in the smallest amount of time Mm -hmm. Uh, we haven't really timed it but um, Uh, It only takes a few minutes, uh, at the maximum 10 minutes, uh, to get the gist of the whole story Mm -hmm. here.
2: Okay, so we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of what the story is and what is in each painting. But before we get into that, the whole project is called God's Dreaming. Yes. Why that name?
3: Well, it comes back to really thinking about uh, the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, There's many scriptures talking about before the foundations of the world, you know. He had us in mind, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And so that makes me think that the love and the glory that uh, the Trinity shared together. They wanted to share that with a family. Mm-hmm. And so here we are today as three of his children <laughs> chatting together about his story. It's it's just the, his great passion to draw the whole world. That's why Jesus was sent, you know, for the sin of the whole world, mm-hmm. that we might be drawn into the family of God. So that's his dream, and his he's been working on that now for quite some thousands of years. And... Um, His family is growing every day and we're just part of his plan and purpose for this nation and the nations.
2: So, of course, the Lord had a vision for what he wanted, the ideal world to be, Mm. us humans in harmony with him.
3: Yes, that's right. Well, we get the story from... um, the garden that everything mm-hmm. was created in perfect harmony then. Yeah, but, yeah. um, as you know, the things went to pear went, <laughs> went pear shape. Yeah, you could say that. So, did you want to say something, Sandy?
1: Yes. The, the word harmony implies nice, uh, melodious, uh, interaction. But I think when God's involved, it's much more dynamic than that. Mm. So, think about passionate love. You know, super harmony, (laughs) super (laughs) harmony on a scale that we can't begin to imagine. So one of the things that's um, amazing about this project is that the unity that we see when people are involved. So there was, there was unity with the three coordinators of the project, Mm -hmm. with the people painting. Um, when people share, we share Indigenous and non-Indigenous together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we paint it together, we're sharing together. Um, it's actually being a redemptive tool in the sense that it unites people. And whenever I hear about this, the unity that's involved, uh, I think about that chapter, John 17, where Jesus said, I would that they would be one as you and I are one. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, And we see that. We see this bringing people yeah. together. Yeah, it's a great picture of reconciliation between Indigenous and non-Indigenous, working together for a common purpose for the father of the nations. (laughs) It's just amazing.
2: And you have described it as contemporary Indigenous art form, each of these 16 paintings depicting the story of redemption in the Bible. What does contemporary Indigenous art form mean?
3: Well, for me, what it means is uh, taking the traditional symbols of the Indigenous Culture. Now, having said that, in Australia there's many, many different art styles and mm. language styles with, within the, with the, with the community. Yeah. So the one we've uh, run with is from the desert country, uh, central area of the Northern Territory, and, and it does go beyond that. Um, so we've used those things because they are very common, they are well known, mm. right, pretty much right around Australia and of course contemporary means modern day so we've got the traditional and modern day together and so therefore we call it contemporary indigenous art
2: so the the challenge i think is beautiful how do we communicate without using words using some indigenous symbols and communicate the whole story of redemption god's relationship with human beings throughout history and in the bible that is such a wonderful challenge And you Mm -hmm. guys accepted the challenge, and you've created a wonderful work of art, a collaborative effort, 16 paintings. But before Mm -hmm. we get to the paintings, we have to go to the legend. (laughs) Because you don't understand the paintings unless you get the legend. That's kind of like the definitions before Mm -hmm. you get to the story.
3: And I might add, too, Eric, that that's deliberate. The paintings deliberately need interpreting Mm -hmm. and the reason is, is this whole project that the the banners are created so that indigenous and non-indigenous Christians working together can share the story and interpret the story for people who come and have a look at the banner. Mm -hmm. Now now in the book you've got the script so that does that job for you but the idea is that we have the opportunity to see indigenous people step out of their comfort zone and reach out to non-indigenous people but by the invitation of the people who come and see the pictures and that because they don't quite understand it's a very easy bridge to cross and Mm -hmm. say would you like to hear the story
2: okay so the story of god's relationship with human beings is the story of persons Mm -hmm. relating to each other Mm -hmm. god the heavenly father god the son god the holy spirit Mm -hmm. three persons relating to humanity, a bunch of persons. And so if you're going to have it all in the story form without any words, you have to have some type of symbol that represents a person. What did you come up with?
1: Well, a stick figure can only – it's very hard to turn a stick figure one way or another. It's just a standalone stick figure. So we decided to use the U-shape, which is a a very common symbol used in the central desert. You can face it towards God, away from God – the reason we use the U shape well the reason the U shape represented a person in the first place was because if you're sitting around a fireplace and you get up the shape that's left by the, your bottom and your legs after you get up is <laughs> is, is a, a U shape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very so, basic. Yeah, so Beautiful. so it's natural to represent a person but pictorially it works really well because you can make a U shape face away from God or towards God right. or towards other people. Uh, it's much more useful than a stick figure.
2: Yeah, for telling the story yeah. Of, yeah. are you heading toward God or are you heading away, yeah. depending on which way and, the U is positioned. And
1: so as we were using different symbols there are some that have been used that are easily recognizable for example a bird like the dove for the Holy Spirit for example or you know God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit becomes three U-shapes joined together Three persons Three persons exactly but it's one being so they're not three U-shapes separated it's one symbol formed by the three U's
2: Now when I look at it for the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit it looks like three upside down U's but Roger how do you see it?
3: Well, they look upside down because it's pictured in the pictures that the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are seated in heaven looking down upon earth.
2: So they're facing they're toward They're facing us.
3: downwards. So, so they still have their life and flow of love and joy and peace are towards us. Mm-hmm. So they are facing us, and those who love the Lord are facing them.
2: So you have a person, as we said, a U-shape. Then if you have a person with a Holy Spirit – it's a U-shape with golden dots.
1: Yeah, the glory of God living inside them. Mm-hmm. And so a dead person, we we had to come up with symbols to, I mean, I've never seen a dead person depicted in indigenous art, but we had to invent new symbols mm-hmm. that would yeah. tell the story as we needed it. So as we were asking the Holy Spirit for ideas, uh, we, we wanted to keep things as simple as possible. So a dead person becomes a U-shape, but with a, uh, a no-go zone sign yeah, superimposed like <laughs> on top of it. Yeah, yeah. sort of like a stop sign. So a person who's stopped living.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it works for me. I, yeah. I knew exactly what it was. I didn't yeah. even have to have it explained.
1: And so, an angel is a person with wings, mm-hmm. if you like. So it's a it's a U shape with a bar across it. And an evil angel or a demon is a twisted one of those, like it's bent. It's yeah. got jagged edges, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's not what it's meant to be. It's mm-hmm. been distorted.
2: So. And Satan, if I have this right, it looks like the U is a serpent.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's one of those evil angels but with a snake's head on it because he's been described as the serpent in the Bible or a dragon Mm -hmm. and so we gave him a reptilian head but he is an evil angel.
2: Our guests today are once again Roger Latham and Sandy Ward. Roger is the chairman of God's Dreaming and Sandy is the CEO. Together, along with their team, they've created a collaborative work with indigenous and non-indigenous painters depicting the entire redemptive story of the Bible. We've been hearing about some of the symbols that they used. Next, we'll hear the whole story that's depicted in the 16 paintings. That and more when we return right here on Real Faith.
0: Looking for resources to grow your faith? Check out Vision Christian Store with books, movies, audio CDs, DVD resources, and more. Plus, free delivery on orders over $50. See visionstore.org.au
2: Welcome back, I'm Eric Skadabo and once again our guests are Roger Latham and Sandy Ward. Roger is the chairman of God's Dreaming and Sandy is the CEO. Together with their team, they've created a collaborative work with indigenous and non-indigenous painters depicting the entire redemptive story of the Bible all in contemporary indigenous art form before the break we were hearing some of the symbols that are depicted in the 16 different paintings now we're going to hear an overview of the story it tells and how they're using it to share the gospel of jesus christ Before creation, God had a vision or dream to create a family that he could share his love and glory with. And can you briefly describe what's that first painting?
1: So that first painting, so you've got God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in the center, surrounded by U-shapes, filled with the glory of God in harmony. So That's
2: the way it was supposed to be.
1: Yeah, exactly the way it was supposed to be.
2: We're going to skip a few paintings and get to a very significant part of the redemption story, Rebellion. Yeah. So you have the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, the God the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And Adam and Eve? Yeah. They're so, in harmony with each other. Yeah,
1: they're yeah. they're in the garden in harmony with God, and God still has this dream to be surrounded by his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vision, yeah. So he's thinking about that. He's got that in mind.
2: That's his heart's desire yeah. is to have a relationship right. with yeah. everyone.
1: And then Satan Very beautiful, mesmerizing, but you can see the evil intent on that snake's face. Mm -hmm. That, symbolically, you see him have a conversation with Eve, convince her not to trust God, and then the two of them fall from the grace that is available to them in the relationship with God and have to walk out of the garden in shame. And so they're being led out by Satan there. Yeah, and it's all and dark. And briars and yeah, thistles yeah. now. And we've actually depicted them as human beings. And one lady actually asked Roger, why did you, you've got people as U-shapes everywhere, why did you do Adam and Eve in pictorial form? And Roger's answer was, you can't depict shame in a U-shape.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she, yeah. This yeah. is very key, I might add, for indigenous people because one of the core things in the culture, they say, oh, shame job, shame job, you know. Mm. And and it's a bit like the tall poppy syndrome in Australia. Mm. Uh, You know, it's like, oh, shame, you know. And it's one of the things you really have to break... um, uh, open, and God wants to come and free people, and we know that all the shame was paid for and went on the cross with Jesus, so yeah, it was really important to have that message in there that shame originated there at mm-hmm. the fall, but it was dealt with at the cross
2: for the interest of time, we have to skip several pages forward, and now to the story of the coming of jesus so obviously there 's a problem: humans are separated from God, the solution is Jesus. Mm. What does this painting depict?
1: So you have the three uh, U-shapes, of God, the Trinity,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and from God, the Trinity, comes Jesus through Mary. You can see a little baby U-shape inside another. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so that's Mary, uh, and the angels attending his birth are present. You can mm-hmm. see them there. Oh, yeah, there. yeah. And then you've got uh Jesus going through baptism. So Oh through the water, yep. yeah, through the John water the with the, the Holy Spirit present and yeah. John the Baptist present. Yeah.
2: The dove is there. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: And that galaxy looking thing in the middle is the Milky Way. The stars just underneath that is the entire universe. And then you've got the water and the land all witnessing the coming of Jesus. Mm. So and the next one is his ministry, death and resurrection
2: please describe?
1: Well his ministry is uh, the tree of righteousness imparting knowledge and power and the message about the kingdom of God to his disciples and others, then you've got that tree looking completely decimated, burnt by fire, or it, like it looks like the tree's been obliterated. But in actual fact, what is happening is there. Jesus on the cross is actually crushing Satan under his feet. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah, the blood of Jesus yeah. being spilt for mankind. Mm-hmm. And then the next section of the painting is the dead tree stump. Out of that comes a new shoot. Of life, yeah. And it's the same motif as the garden and creation, but it's explosive this time, the ripple effect of which is still being outplayed in time today. So you've got new life. You've got eternal life on earth for the very first time with the resurrection of Jesus, and you've got uh, him coming out of the tomb and being seen by the people around him.
3: Mm.
2: Fantastic.
1: Well said, Tondi. <laughs>
2: yeah, I just, I mean, mm. the thing is you could look at these paintings a hundred times and see something different yeah. we do so many, he's, still still, yeah. <laughs> he's still teaching us <laughs> he's still teaching us
1: things about those paintings that we've painted and weren't aware yeah. that we had put that in
2: well just skipping forward here then the coming of the Holy Spirit Yeah, yeah. beautiful bright colors rivers of living water my favorite God's family hey that's yeah. my favorite is it?
3: it is please describe well it's my favorite because it's so full of joy so yeah. it's an it's expression of what the church should be like So if anyone's listening and they're not full of joy, uh, in his presence is fullness of joy. Mm. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so that painting there shows the joy of the church touching the hurting world that we are all born into. The herding world hears the gospel, sees the church, and then people want to come and have that joy and relationship with God because of the testimony of the saints. And then you can see on the other side of the painting there that uh, they've gone from, they've born into a broken family, but now they're born again. They go through baptism and born again into the heavenly family.
2: So the problem has been solved?
3: It has, yeah. But now it's the outworking
1: of it, Mm -hmm. the discipleship Mm -hmm. making. Sharing the good news with others. Sharing the good news with others. Some will receive it, some won't. Some will receive it for a short time and then it'll be snatched from them. Others will go on and share with others. And so the kingdom grows.
2: And now we're going to skip to the last painting of the 16 paintings, which Mm. looks very much like the first painting. Yes. Why is that?
1: Well, we didn't realize that that's what we'd done. Is that right? <laughs> we, I was sharing this with a, with a lady who said to me that the, the penultimate painting, the, the second last one, and the second painting in the series sort of were linked. And she said they're both God in the middle radiating somehow. And she, it seemed to her that one was the Alpha and one was the Omega. Mm-hmm. And we thought, well, in a way it is because the first one's creation and the last one's the last day when Jesus comes to judge the living and the dead. And the end of time, which meant that essentially the first one was in eternity and the last one was in eternity. And we looked at them and discovered that the symbols were exactly the same. <laughs> um, it's just that the, the background pictorial stuff is different. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning was God having a dream and having the seeds of that present in eternity. And the last one was the fulfillment of that dream. Yeah, beautiful. And so we, we knew that's what we wanted to paint as far as the text was concerned, mm-hmm. but I didn't actually realize that both of those were in eternity mm-hmm. until after she pointed that mm-hmm.
2: out. Wow. So just for the listener, the very first painting is the Trinity with people all around it in harmony with, with him, gold dots
1: inside. With gold glory dots. The of the Lord present. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Family. So it's mm-hmm. the fulfillment of the God's original dream. Mm-hmm. So
2: Human beings in harmony, but more than harmony, to make you happy, more than harmony, super... Harmony, if you will. Mm. Uh, that's his original idea, and that's how it all ends yeah, in, in a, eternity. In a
1: harmonious, a loving family. dynamic yeah. relationship with each other and with God. Mm.
2: If we put our faith yeah. in Jesus Christ, yeah. which was the provision mm. that he provided, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that we can get back in harmony yeah. with our Heavenly Father. That's um, right. Eric, and have need, our sins forgiven. Yeah,
3: We need to mention, too, that each painting in the booklet that goes with it has... Uh, the scriptures for each painting, so it becomes a beautiful Bible study as well. Yeah,
2: yeah It's very important. So like if somebody's yeah. saying, hey, I don't know about all this uh, U-shapes and all this, are you sure this is
3: it's the all Bible? But you have based. all the yeah.
2: footnotes and all the Bible verses for every single
3: that's right. yeah.
2: page in the story.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. So one of the things before we started painting was we ran it by theologically trained people and said, mm-hmm. is there anything that's missing that we've forgotten to add? And so we we checked that. We also wanted to make sure that the script was uh, had continuity. So we mm-hmm. ran it by a script writer so that um, w- she might say, well, you've mentioned this here, but it's probably better to mention it back here so that it's a good flow. Yeah, and so yeah. we, we did all that checking beforehand, before we started painting.
2: Wow. So in the end of the day, you have the full story, the big picture yeah. in Indigenous art form that anybody can – follow it. All I have to do is kind of get the gist of what people are, the symbols Chil- yeah. for a person. I've seen
3: children, only like 10-year-olds, take five, six-year-olds through the story. <laughs>
2: okay, so now somebody's listening today. Good news for you. You can go to the website and see mm-hmm. some of these paintings. Yeah. Also, there's a book available. That's what I have in my hands that I'm looking through, so I can just page through yeah. it. Yeah,
3: that's our fundraising book, and the funds from this book help uh, for us to be able to give free tracks to people that hear the gospel for the first time.
2: Unfortunately, we're running out of time. Final comments before we wrap this all up?
3: Well, we're doing all this so that people come to know Jesus. That's the whole That's exactly thing. right. And so, um, you know, we've created this amazing uh, resource for people to come and buy in and support. That'll help put uh, teams uh, on the road. It'll help put fuel in the in the bus or the four-wheel drive and uh, get the, the word of God out there to those who need to hear it. Here.
1: And the comment from me is that I've seen people walk along the banner And without having been told the story, one Indigenous lady said, I don't know what this is, and I don't know what's going on, but something's happening inside me. So what I see is people receive it with their spirit or with their soul. Mm. They love it. And even if they're conflicted because they think, oh, this is Christian and I'm not, you know, I don't think that way. So even if they're... Their mind doesn't receive it; their spirit does, and then it's up to them to reconcile those two. Mm, you know,
2: the seeds planted. The, the seeds planted. You That's you exactly right. You.
1: So what we see is it—it it actually the the visual format bypasses the intellectual objections of the mm. the analytical objections of the yeah, mind, yeah. and it goes straight to the heart. The heart loves it, and so what we see is uh, we can actually reach people there.
2: Mm, fantastic! So a creative way. Because God has created all kinds of different people. Some are more analytical and they want to have data and facts and figures, and others are more artsy, like Sandy. Yeah. (laughs) And they like paintings (laughs) with bright colors and symbols and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's just one more tool that God can use to reach people. That's right. So they can become part of his family. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Roger Latham and Sandy Ward, for sharing the amazing story of God's dreaming. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Eric.
2: And if you'd like more information about this collaborative effort of indigenous and non-indigenous painters depicting the entire story of the Bible, you can go to their website, godstreaming.org. That's godstreaming.org.
0: You've been listening to Real Faith. And if you have any questions or comments, you can send us a message through our website, realfaith.org.au. That's realfaith.org.au.